Hello and welcome to Line Order S Review here on Fanversation. Uh, Taylor, I was waiting for the S Review. S Review, sorry. I know. I need to pick up. I need to get on my game. Wake S-review up. Review here on Fanversation. You're right. You're right. This episode just really did me in. Like, I'm ready to talk about it. I, you know, I'm just trying to cut to the chase. All right. Well, this is Lauder S Review here on Fanversation, the only SVU video podcast, the longest running SVU after show, and the only place to find me and Taylor and usually Felicia discussing SVU. Uh, this is season 11, episode two, Sugar, uh, one of our favorite episodes. Um, Truly. Which is a weird thing that I say almost every week. Um, Before we jump in, if you are new here, welcome. First and foremost, we have a hotline for anyone who might need help. Please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Taylor, I hear that that spells something. It does. It spells hope. Very easy to remember. Great. Um. Also, if you're new here, uh, you may not know that sometimes the show goes dark and we as a show go the opposite. So consider this your content warning. Uh, I feel like this episode may result in yell saying something inappropriate. Listen, this episode is so unhinged in every way. There's no way to not go there. It's just not going to happen. That is fair. Um, also, stay tuned on this episode at the end of the show. Uh, we have some some announcements, just a little, a few announcements, um, a little bit of a, a contesty thing that we're doing. We're, we're just stay, stay, stay. Good. You won't regret it. Sit, yeah. stay. <laughs> Good. Um, this episode again, season eleven, episode two, sugar. Uh, here is the quick cap. The body of an online call girl is found in a suitcase and the prime suspect of her murder is an internet entrepreneur uh, who was one of her sugar daddies. I don't know who wrote this, but I disagree. <laughs> yeah. It, it You can't fully encompass what this episode is in just a small summary like that because it has parts. It has acts. It has layers. It is truly... Just art in its purest form. Absolutely. Uh, we have Jasmine in the chat. Welcome, who says one of my favorite episodes. Uh, yeah, same. honestly, same. I love this episode so much. My notes are very sparse because I was just like sitting back and enjoying. Um, it's re- this. I love this performance from Eric McCormick, who is I would say best known uh, from Will and Grace. Uh, if you are a sci-fi fan, he is the star of Three Seasons of Travelers, which is a quality time travel show um and very much on brand for me um, but also yes he was from will and grace um i want to start with the geocaching portion of this we must because we simply must so first of all did do you remember when geocaching was a thing not really i found out about it from this show and then i've seen it like mentioned other times in pop culture and people talking about it. i'm like i know what that is and it's because of this this is how i discovered it And I feel really smart whenever I, like, know the definition of it. What's so funny is when I was in high school, so many, many years ago, um, I know I was 16 because I could drive. Um, A friend of mine um, used to do, I think it was geocaching, um, but it was done a little bit differently. And it was a lot more complex than this show makes it seem to be because this show... 
right? What we see in this episode, their geocaching is like clue is released online and then they follow the coordinates and like have to find the thing. And what my friend used to do, and again, maybe I'm wrong and it's not geocaching, um, was more uh, of a treasure hunt with clues and riddles and and uh, puzzles and, and things like that. Um, I feel like that's it. And they just had to simplify it for the sake of the story and okay. time here. Sure. I'm assuming. Because um, the other time that I've oddly seen geocaching recently is on um, the... Uh, and there's a Netflix movie called, I think, Finding Aloha, Finding Ohana, Finding Ohana. You got there eventually. <laughs> Something. Um, it's weird because I had merch from them in the thing and I took it off. So I was looking for it. Anyway, not the point. Um, in that there is geocaching and that is a movie from this year. And I went, I don't think this is still a thing, guys. I think this is. I think that I saw on Shark Tank because I love Shark Tank, by the way. Little known fact about me. That is. Um, But there was someone pitching like a geocaching business where they would like have it for company retreats in different cities and things like that. And I don't know when that like aired or whatever, but I remember seeing that episode recently. So it's still in the cultural zeitgeist. You know, it's still out there. I'm, I'm shocked. I hope anyone watching this is like, geocaching's dead i hope someone tells us whether it's dead or alive she's dead <laughs> yeah exactly. um but anyway so our geocachers who um are perhaps the real stars of this episode that's true that's not even a debate like that's just facts <laughs> um lead us to the one the only masturbator not a masturbator the, the- masturbator and i <laughs> hope everyone has seen the bloopers from that episode um yeah what okay there are bloopers we I didn't we have many to ask you yes we'll tweet this out because it's a gift it's a gift and i would love to give it to all of you if you haven't seen it but yes there are bloopers from this um scene the masturbator scene and so i always think about that when i see this <laughs> i cannot wait um i will say uh Hysterically, uh, the masturbator is um, played by Orange is the New Black star, Abigail Savage, who is also Sister Nina. And the reason it's so funny is because we had just done a question about your favorite Orange is the New Black stars being on SVU. And someone said the Sister Nina episodes. And I was like, she's not Sister Nina. She's the the masturbator. Come on, let's get it right now. Um, Jasmine in the chat says there was also a term where people are downloading this app and it gives them a destination they go and they find mysterious mm-hmm. items. Interesting. Thank you, Jasmine, coming in with the facts. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, okay. I see there's there's rumors of this blooper reel, which we will share on our social and we'll tell you where to find that at the end, especially if you're not looking directly at us because it's yes. right in front of you. Uh, yes. All right. So the masturbator did not put a body in a bag, um, but these geocachers do find a body in a suitcase and it belongs to Emily Keefe, um, which leads us on a ridiculous run around with her boyfriend and her parents. Owen, <laughs> on the boat, <laughs> from the boat. I love when he was like, you're supposed to ask to come aboard. <laughs> I like, oh my God, he was such a funny character and I love how he jumps in the boat and blow 
up and just shoots it just immediately i'm like you did not think this through but that's not his forte you can tell he doesn't think much through no thoughts head empty with owen i what's funny is owen ran because of the drugs and i almost wanted i wanted when he was being interrogated and they were like um they were like you you know you killed her i really wanted to be like i can explain and i can alibi that i did not kill her but you have to not charge. Like, yeah, I, I was like, smoking. Like, <laughs> I was smuggling drugs. So <laughs> there's my alibi. Right. But you can't get me on that. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a mule. So, um, yeah. Uh, that leads us on to this other path about her new boyfriend, um, whom she met through a dating app. I think what's odd is. Can I say the name of it, please? Wait, wait, hold on. It took until <laughs> Elliot was on the date to put together what the what this site was, what it's in the name. Yeah, but here's the thing. This aired in what, season 12? Was that like a big thing? Yeah. Was that like a big thing that people knew as much? I don't know. I was, I was a bit too Tell young. Tell us the name that, of this but... app or website. TastySugar.com. Yes. At what point was it not clear that this is a sugar daddy site? I know, but like they didn't know. They like barely even knew what a sugar daddy was. That's the thing is, I don't. That I also don't believe. They know a hundred percent what a sugar daddy is. I, I think that the the fact that they didn't put together that that sugar daddies have gone digital like that's what i think the disconnect right. was that they're so tech unsavvy that they weren't yeah able to but i do want to point out that i don't i should have looked up the character's name but our little tech girl who figured out the location of the garb barn and everything i love her and i want her here more she was great let me get us a name for this um yes because you're right she was great she was wonderful uh, um oh i love oh. our our taru people Yes. Um, do we have English, name? please? <laughs> that's like always the line when they say something they don't understand. Well, yeah, you mean English. That's how you. Uh, that's how you tell um, a tech person. Hey, not tech. Explain English, this to the audience. Um, exactly. I believe. Uh, I believe the character is Anu Nair. Um, yes. That was her name. The actress is, da, 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 I lost it. Hold on. Uh, I don't know how to say her name. Sai or Say Lang. S-A-I, so last name Lang. Yep, she was great. And I believe that was her. She previously, she's a repeat offender, guys. Oh. Um, she returns. Uh, oh, she's a media tech. She returns. Interesting. Same character. I love that. Uh, well, bring her back for more. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. Um, I liked her. She was fun. Awesome. Uh, so I lost my notes. Where are they? I have too many tabs open. Vance, Vance Shepard's a sugar daddy. Yes. So right before that, we go on this date. I have to give this shout out because I think it's so funny. So the girl that Elliot goes on the date with, her BFF. Um, <laughs> Hi, I'm Pamela. <laughs> Her BFF is played by Eloise Mumford. Um, Eloise Mumford recently was starring in The Right Stuff. Um, she was Vanessa was her name. Uh, and 
she's been she's like has gone on and done a lot of stuff and i interviewed her recently and did not put together that she is this girl that i'm sitting there watching the scene and i was like why does this face look so familiar because if you would have known you would have asked her about of it and i know I that for certain yes i don't know if people know this when i get to interview a talent that has been on svu i will bring up their episode there's a really great clip of me talking to lily reinhardt so <laughs> that's cool but like tell me about why not? The why not scene in SVU. Sure, sure, sure. You're the star of Riverdale. Let's talk about SVU. However. Um, Lost Traveler. Let's talk about that, shall we? (laughs) Yes, that's me. Um, If you want to see that interview, by the way, it's on this YouTube channel. Anyway, uh, where were we? All right, so we go on this date with Vanessa. We find out about this other guy who said he liked her so much he'd buy the company. I'm going to be honest. When I'm looking for a sugar daddy, that's the kind of power I want from a sugar daddy. Yeah, I want him to like, like I'm not like me so much he's gonna buy the company I work for. Yeah. He's like, you know what? We're not we're not playing games here. We're going all the way. Because that's what Vance Shepard does. That is what Vance Shepard does. And ooh, he does not like ties. Ties. I love here. this is a no tie zone. <laughs> that he like does that um arm movement i remember i introduced my friend to svu watching this episode because i was like it has everything like you're gonna love it and she did she ended up loving it but we would just text each other this is a no tie zone with the emoji where that guy's like crossing his arms like this constantly and so when they said that i was like i feel like i'm a sophomore in high school again (laughs) um i think that is hilarious and now i yeah. wonder if that is merch we need to make um and no ties oh i'd buy that i mean of course i would because i you know host this but i would absolutely buy that right, well. we should put it on a tie hello all right well i will see what i can do about that note has been made um so i really enjoy the like the, the culture, a lot of times when we watch a show, we'll see something up and they'll be like, this is this type of community. And we'll be like, wow, that's wrong. Showing this office where it's there are the scooters, right. no ties, f- food, um, apartments, all, all of these things. I was like, this is, this is real. As someone uh, who works at a startup, yes. <laughs> right. As they someone who got it. <laughs> Who came to Los Angeles from San Francisco from the startup world? Yeah, the boss playing literal games in the office. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, my friends working at companies that their apartment is covered because they just had leftover apartments that they didn't rented. Yeah. Casual. <laughs> yeah. Very casual. Um, so I loved that, and I think that uh, this performance was great and this was very believable um and the idea of a character who would just be like i'm gonna just buy up these companies he doesn't even know which ones he owns right backs me up do i own that one (laughs) acquired it three months ago oh yeah 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 sure sure sure. yeah yeah. um it kind of made me wonder who his team was because if he clearly didn't do the like paperwork on the purchase no where is his team we only know lizette Let's talk about Lizette and her Let's impressive have Stop. I have so many quotes from that conversation. Sonia Paxson, just everything to me. She is horrible, <laughs> and I love it. I live for it. 
<laughs> um, I really like this character um, because you get it. You get it. She likes what she does. She likes where she works and she's been treated with respect. And like, I get it. My, If I had a boss who was willing to like cover whatever I needed, sure. Give me that shirt. I got you. Go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, she's wonderful. Um, I do want to point something out, though. It goes back to the earlier with Emily Keefe. Uh, it's funny because Felicia and I were literally just discussing the other day that there are episodes every once in a while that don't actually involve a sex crime. This is one of them. Yeah, that's a good... I didn't even put that together, but you're so right. She's yeah. naked in the suitcase. That's literally it. <laughs> and and the she wasn't assaulted. She had just had sex. No. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to ignore that. <laughs> it's a great episode anyway. Um, it's <laughs> funny because we also, you know, Warner isn't in this episode. Um, her name is, but she is not herself there. So I was like, that seems so odd. And then I went, oh, because the body's dead and there's no sex crime. Like, we don't really need her. Nah, we don't. Um, she said, I'm not coming how, in for this. Yeah, we can see <laughs> how, the bo- how the body died. <laughs> Yeah, that's all we need from this. Um, yeah, so I just thought it was an interesting note because literally Felicia and I were just talking about. But when it's a when it's like a less good episode, you realize that, and when it's not, you're like, oh, I didn't even. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. That's this isn't their case, but that's fine. Yeah, I'll like harp on it if I didn't like the episode. If I did, I'll be like, eh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's fiction. Uh, Jasmine says the only sex crime is using your business to get laid. I will point out, though, that as Stabler tells Sonia, that's a vice issue, not a special victims issue. Um, SVU has never cared about uh, prostitution in a way that vice would. um, Because SVU understands that sex work is work. Um, Which, let's talk about that whole conversation. Um, because I, <laughs> I love, um, I love Benson's like, oh, because I'm a woman, we have to agree on this. I love that because it's true. A lot of women disagree. Um, and a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of discussion about sex work, um, legal sex work and, um, you know, different things like sugar baby versus prostitution versus, um, as Finn says, just dating, you know, like there are different levels. Um, Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think that's like an interesting distinction too, because it also kind of brings up like the class issue of all of it and how that always impacts everything. Cause like, you know, obviously Sonia is not for any of this, but the fact that societally, I would say overall, there's more, not prestige, but like respect almost given to someone who's like a sugar baby or an escort or whatever, things like that, rather than someone who isn't making as much money from it and is doing it not in a fancy hotel, which I think is really interesting too. Like there's a lot of of class and, and things like that that kind of goes into what everyone views as acceptable and, you know, an actual profession and, and whatnot. Yeah, um, I think it plays really... Um you know, timely into our current world um, where a lot of, a lot of uh, sex work has translated, especially during actual pandemic times has translated to online. And we have stuff like OnlyFans 
Um, For now. Well, they recently, you know, flipped back being like, sure, sure, sure. We'll all have sex. Oh, Um, did they? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I knew they were like, no more of this. I was like, you're, you're an idiot. (laughs) You are so dumb. So the, the, and again, we are not experts on this, but uh, from what I understand, um, the argument was because credit cards have decided to uh, make a statement. So uh, credit cards are, so like I think MasterCard decided that you cannot use them for um, for porn sites and stuff like that. Um, and they're- Really? Yes, I did not the, know that. The reason they've made this statement is because these sites are not um, regulating and doing quality control to make sure that it isn't abuse or children. And I think that that is a reasonable, everybody, well- on the surface, everybody means well, right? On the surface, yeah. the credit card companies are going, well, if you're not going to make sure that there isn't child pornography, then we're not going to let you use us. And you go, yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, but then there's like a whole, then it opens a whole can of worms of who's monitoring and it's not being monitored. How do you monitor and all that? Yeah, that's actually a really interesting and really layered conversation. Because I didn't realize that was like part of it, but... That is very, it's, it's always, there's always gray area to, to everything like that. Right. It's the whole thing is a, a, a big can of worms and there's a lot more to it. And, and the, the big challenge is that we, I say we as people who are not involved in the discussion or employees of the site or, or even, you know, may not participate in the site, whatever, I am removed from this. So as an mm-hmm. outsider, the only information that I can get is the, you know, the headline you know, OnlyFans removes sex from sight. <clears throat> and that doesn't give you the whole context of the story. And the biggest issue yeah. is that OnlyFans literally was built on on selling sex, which is what it's for, which is what it should continue to be for. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Yeah. These are things that if you would like to learn more about, we're not the place for that. No. <laughs> We'll bring do it up, but then do your own research. Yeah. Yeah. Do your own research. This is, we are not, an, I would say we're not an educational podcast. And no, we're a, we're a clown podcast. <laughs> Screw it. Am I wrong? No. Um, no. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, where were we? Lizette's, <laughs> Lizette's rack. Uh, Even after he brought you that very impressive rack, it was. It was. It uh, was like I. Who, why lie? Why lie right now? <laughs> um. Anyway, it, we get to a point where we meet Chantal, his daughter. I love when she's covering for him, and her mom was like, "No." <laughs> oh my god, Chantal is a character. Yeah. Also, the name Chantal here just really puts it even more over the edge for me. Oh, yeah? It's just a rich person name, I think. Chantal. You know what I mean? I, I mean, it's French, is it not? I don't know. I'm not a ling- linguist. Um, it's I just a surprising you. name to me. I to use here, but it makes sense. <laughs> um, so the actress who plays Chantal is Melissa Farman, and I bring this up because she was just on... Um, an episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which is a show that I absolutely love. Um, and I was like, why do I know this girl's face? 
It's Chantal. And then I looked at her and I went, oh my God, she's Chantal. <laughs> I know exactly who she is. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Um, funny story. She also was in an episode of Perception, which stars starred Eric McCormick. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I love so that. That's cute. That is cute. Um, yeah. So. I wonder if she scissored him. Not scissored. Whoa, that kid sounded so wrong. <laughs> Stabbed him with that show taylor i'm so sorry it just came out and without me meaning to say that yeah i was you know like what i mean because you know the the verb of knife is knifed so i was like scissored but like that obviously has implications <laughs> that's that's not what i meant to say um i meant <laughs> i love that part honestly it's so weird, but I absolutely love the part where she scissors him. Stop! You know, I just, it just it came out. I couldn't catch them. I couldn't put them in back, back, back in. That was great. That was the best. I absolutely love that part um, because the like motivation makes sense. This entire time, this poor girl whose parents are going through this vicious divorce, like her mom, whoa, she is something else yeah she I mean, so was her dad but her mom yeah. was like whoa um zach agrees that was the best. Zach, don't do this to me is that merch <laughs> no um no no we have an orgasm prescription yeah i mean we draw the line at scissoring i feel it's homophobic to me no here's where we draw the line at my ability to make the merch that i see in my head and what i see in okay. my head to make that scissoring joke <laughs> Does not. It's a I, pair. Can't, <laughs> I can't physically do it. I'm not a designer. It's just a pair of scissors with that quote on it. With which quote? She scissored him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to sell as well as you think. In my mind, we see a scissor stick out of a neck. Anyway, not the point. <laughs> and it says, is this scissoring? Is, it, is this scissoring? I love that, actually. It's even better. <laughs> Okay, where were we? So that's where we draw the line is that I can't physically make what I say. Okay, okay, I'll allow it. I will allow it. Anyway, so she scissors him because <laughs> he's always um, broken his promises and he promised that he would cover for her and take the blame. And honestly, I understand her upset in this part. Daddy, but, I did something real bad. Right. The truth is... This girl, unlike one of my favorite older episodes where the little boy uh, kills a little boy and then Kyle McLaughlin says, um, I, uh, you know, the difference between me and him is that I will not kill again. This girl will definitely kill again. Oh, uh, no question in my mind. She's, she's unhinged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is just like, I don't like her. She smiled at me. <laughs> she's, she's gone. <laughs> she's yeah. done. Yeah. No, she will kill again. Oh my god. No doubt in my mind. You just reminded me of um okay. You just reminded me of an episode. I'm sorry. Um well <laughs> where were we? What were we talking about? This I, who knows? We're so off the rails at this point, it's not even there's no getting this train back on the tracks. Okay. Should we get to best lines? Yeah. Cause I have 26 of them. All right, let's do this. <laughs> 
Am I going? Is this like masterpiece theater? Like me just reading on these lines? Okay. So we'll start at the masturbators scenes. <laughs> girls, girls, we're both pretty. Oh my love god, it. I love that. I've started saying that to people. Girls, girls, you're both pretty. That amount of sass that Olivia unleashed in this episode was something else. Oh, before we, I love sorry, it. before we, continue, and she looks great. Um, Jasmine says, "I thought Chantal would be killing more women because how much she wanted her dad's love, and he was giving it to these women. That's a very Good interesting point. point. Yeah, Lizette, you're next." <laughs> I can see her killing Lizette just for, Turning for the vibes. In. Yeah, for the vibes of it all. How dare There's you. no way she was the treasure. <laughs> I love that. And I love that the fact that treasure is literally like yo-yos, a little soccer balls and thumbtacks. Because it's not about that. It's about the thrill of being right. FTF first to find, of course. I absolutely love when uh, Benson was like, I mean, we found this junk. <laughs> Like, they're like that's it that's, that's, that's the one that's the treasure um of course not a masturbator the masturbator i think we all knew that was going to be there we said it before but i'm happy to say it again um i saw every nook cranny and 10 pound rat <laughs> I thought that was wonderful i loved that whole character she i just love how she's like famous in the geocaching world but she just yeah. works at guard barn because that is that's relatable right there like Anyone on the internet where people think they're like rich and famous and it's like you work at like Panera Bread or something, which I'm pulling from my own experience. I've worked at Panera Bread before. Not that I think anyone thinks I'm famous. I'm just saying. Or rich. Um, or rich. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm definitely not rich. Um, some girls like bad boys. I just like love that. That just feels like a very SVU line to me. Some girls like bad boys. I was smoking a joint. I got scared. It's valid. Um... He, she, Olivia, like, really did not let Owen breathe for one second, like, at all. He was like, I'm not, I don't know what he said exactly, but she said, you're going to talk. Threaten to ruin your fun employment. Come down and ruin your good time. (laughs) Just the way she says that line kills me every time. (laughs) Come down and threaten to ruin your good time. I love that. Um, I love the fact that she has a $1,000 vase and a yard sale end table. I was like, that's, now that's relatable content. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that scene where they're looking through her apartment and they're like, she can't figure, she doesn't know what she's doing. No. And I also love, this isn't a line, but the part where they think it's blood and then they, Elliot like scoops with his finger and he's like, sniffs it. I'm like, that's. First of all, gross, but okay. And it's just jam. And then um, Tank licks it right off his finger. I love Tank. He's the star of this episode. Um, Him and the geocachers. (laughs) Tank was one of my favorite parts, but also I like tiny dogs. Yeah, he was cute. Um, I like how they describe it as social networking with a romantic twist. Like, okay, that's that's what I'm saying. Social networking with a romantic twist. That's a dating um, site. Go on. Yeah. AVU is strictly a no-tie zone. We talked about that, but it's wonderful. I love the whole montage where they're interviewing the people that he 
spoke to that day when they're like trying to track his movements because they film it so weird to me but i love it too where they're like looking directly at the camera and like adding a little something each time to what question like my favorite was the trainer he's like yeah he was here not that he needs it he should be training me i was just like that is so weird that's such a weird thing to say i loved it i miss those types of montages me too that is like old school svu yeah it was just so, I just loved it. Like, they were walking right at the camera when they all said it. It was so funny to me. Um, the only important thing he needs to do is be a prick. It's like, whoa, get him. I love that. <laughs> Who is that one about? Bearcock is the ex-wife talking about Vance. Oh, right, right, right. Which, oh, yeah, we also need to talk about how she had a double mastectomy, just, like, out of the blue. I, look, I think that when Angelina Jolie did that, um, it sparked a lot of people to start. It's doing. honestly, I actually don't want to like say anything bad about that. Cause I, I, I like get that, but the fact that she played it, so like played it up and like, she wanted to be sick. Like that was the part, like right. actually having the decision to have that. I have no qualms with that. I think that's very valid, but, but I think what's interesting. She didn't have the gene. So here's my, right. Again, we are not experts. My no. knowledge of this gene comes from the bolt type. And- Same. <laughs> and like, I understand having the gene and being like, that means that there's a very high chance and, and mm-hmm. genes prematurely. Um, I think what's interesting is Vance being like, she had this, you know, she did this early. She was freaking out. And then Stabler being, oh, she had the gene. Him going, no, she did not. She literally didn't. <laughs> yeah. She was, she's a little out there. Yeah. Um, I love, I don't know who the, defense attorney is but he's great and the way he delivers the line your dead girl certainly looked alive leaving my client's building was lives in my head is uh stanich is the lawyer played by robert klein i uh he's great he's he's a very the way he delivers the line just the phrase dead girl really is hilarious to me she got what was in his wallet he got what was in her pants (laughs) Sonia Paxton. Yeah, that's, is that not, that's how this. I just love, like, she really simplified it for us. I mean, that, like Finn says, that is just, you've defined relationship. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, that's true. Um, She's what, some kind of entrepreneur? <laughs> this yes. whole scene, I think you're just, you're just reading the Paxton lines. Yes, I am. Because they're so mean. <laughs> but the rest of what is being said back to her, this whole that whole interaction, hold on, I've got it, because it was somebody, hold on, I've got you. Um, uh, 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 am I looking at the wrong episode? Hold on. Oh, I Well, lost. do you want me to say oh. another Sonia line while we're here? Yes. Okay. Your double D alibi here is getting pretty shaky. (laughs) (laughs) It's so mean. It's so uncalled for, but it's so funny. Uh, Yeah, keep going. Keep going. I'm Um, pulling this up. Lizette just like bluntly saying that lady scared me. I was like, me too. You and me both. (laughs) You and me both. She's terrifying. Um, I think that was the best part of the... uh, she, that her like... arriving with the the thing was, yeah, because Sonia's terrifying. 
She's terrifying. I love the Sonia Elliott fight in this because it's so aggressive and quick. And so there's a lot of lines from that, but he calls her a sanctimonious bitch. And I was like, holy shit, we're going there. And then they hun each other a lot, which I think is just gold. Hun. I was like, that is so petty. I'm living for it. I love the part where Cragen tries to stop it for a second. And Elliot's like, no. And he goes after Hun. Yeah. Just beautiful. Uh, You do know there's no smoking in this building. What are you going to do? Bust me? (laughs) It's just crazy. Um, And then let's go ahead and get to Chantal's lines. He took the blame. That proves my daddy loves me. <laughs> okay. Does it? Okay. Um, I love... Is that what I should talk to my father about? Be like, listen, if I ever murdered you... someone, would you take blame? Would you take the blame for me? Um, she Ooh, goes father. so... Yeah. She goes so below the belt and says to Olivia, maybe your daddy never loved you. And Olivia just goes, you're right. He didn't. I was like, Whoa. I mean, this is a lot. I mean, it's true, but just the way that she just, it's like, we're not playing games. I'm going to tell you how it is. That, that was crazy. You don't have the ballad of the loving John? No, I, I was saving that one for you. I had 26 already. I had to pair it back a little. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry too, daddy, even for this. Scissors. <laughs> um. Okay. And then finally, I have to, we have to add the final line. You'll never break another promise to me. Yeah. He won't. <laughs> that, you're absolutely right. He won't do that. Yeah. Um, just whoever wrote this, like, you need a, a retroactive Emmy because this was everything to me. Um, I have one. Um, it's oh, I get it. So if it's a back alley hand job for yeah. five bucks, she's a hooker, right? But if it's five G's a month and all the shoes she's, she could buy, that's some kind of what entrepreneur. Yeah, the entrepreneur line is great. It's so good. Um, it's yeah. brilliant. Newsflash: Vice handles prostitution. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just so you know. And the writer of this episode, who should get the credit, is Daniel Truly. Daniel, you're a legend, my dude. An absolute legend. Um, he wrote quite a few, actually. Which other ones? Are they my favorites? Are me and Daniel's going to have to Probably. have coffee or something? Probably. Because it's exactly what I want to watch. Bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> God, yes. Maybe there are more, but like... We share that- a soul. We share a soul. Yeah. Oh. We share a soul. I love both. Um, Daniel Truly also wrote. Stop. Babes. Stop. Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. I'm going to have to find his Twitter and just be like, you are everything to me. <laughs> All right. Well. <sighs> wow. Oh, um, there's still more, guys. We're not even close to done. Uh. This episode was, in fact, ripped from the headlines, um, or at least portion of it was. Let me was tell it you, scissored from the headlines. It was not, but that's okay. about to become a thing, isn't it? Um, yes. <laughs> this is ripped from the headline of the murder of Jasmine Fiore. 
Um, Jasmine Fiore was a model from Santa Cruz, California. Her body was discovered on April, uh, sorry, August 15th. 2009 she was strangled and stuffed into a suitcase um her remains were mutilated to prevent recognition she was eventually identified by the serial number in her breast implants uh Fiori was 28 years old at the time of her death her husband a former reality <clears throat> tv contestant ryan alex jenkin was the only suspect and formally charged with the murder um august 23rd 2009 uh, he was found dead in a hotel room in British Columbia, Canada. He was 32. So wow. if you'd like more information about that story, that is the murder of Jasmine Fiore. You can go check that out. Um, yeah, because that was where it inspired this episode, allegedly. Wow. Yeah. Um, interestingly, because this episode came out September 30th, 2009. Oh, that's very quick after. That is a very quick after, um, which makes me believe it even more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So it's time for the weekly poll. It sure is. So last week, posed the question. Of, what was the question? What was your favorite episode with a guest star before they were a series regular. Because yeah. we watched the uh, Casey Novak before she was Casey Novak episode. And this was interesting. Um, so you guys suck. And, you, and 14% of you said other, and yet no one commented what other. So, okay. Instead of other, they meant none of these. Okay, that's fair, but you should have said that, and you didn't. So you guys all really let me down. It's fine. I'll get over it. Okay. Um, we have a tie for, I guess, second place with Ridicule, which is the one we discussed, the one with um, Diane Neal, and Outsider, which is the one with Kelly Giddish before she was Amanda Rollins. Very interesting that Monster's Legacy um, with Peter Scanavino won. That's not my favorite episode, but okay, I guess it's your guys'. So cool. That's the end of that poll. This week, moving on, this week we are asking what your favorite episode where a parent covers for their kid is. This is going to be interesting. So we currently have a tie for third with Control, which is season five, episode nine. Yeah, remind us which one that is. Uh, what did I say that one was? Hold on. Is that the I Won't Kill Again episode? No, 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 no. Um, oh, control is the one. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's the one where the girl um, was held captive. Benson feels bad that she forgot that, or she didn't believe this girl that she was held captive in a dungeon and forced to wear a wedding dress and marry this guy. And at the end of the episode, the guy is murdered, and the question oh, yeah. is whether she did it or her mother did it. Um, right, that's a good episode. It. It's a great episode. Yes, it's a good episode. Um, we have Sin, which is season eight, episode seventeen. Yeah, you're also in the one that suggested that. Yes, this Come is on. the one where <laughs> this is the one where um the uh the uh he's a priest or pastor. I don't know the difference. Yeah, he's a, a clergy member uh with a religious family, and his son is gay. And his son's lover is murdered, and so he covers for he thinks he's covering for his son. His son thinks he's covering for his dad for murdering the lover, and then I think it turns out to be the mom played by Kathy Baker. 
That's actually really interesting. I don't. I remember that one vaguely, but I need to rewatch because I'm like, oh, wow, what an interesting synopsis. I've seen it, yeah. but I should see it again. Um, we then have Sugar, which we just discussed. Absolute gem of an episode. And the last one we have is Pop, season 12, episode 11, which, if you'll remember, there was one very similar to this last season, too. But it's the one where... Isn't it like the stepfather's beating the kid up and then we don't know if the kid or the kid's mom killed him? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, so the, the stepfather is taking the kid to a fight club. Um, yes. And he's abusing okay. the mom. Um, yeah. So it's a question. They He ends up getting shot and it's a question of whether the kid or the mom shot him. Um, so during our discussion today when I went on a weird my brain fart because I remembered <laughs> another episode, it's because I remembered another one that would work for the poll. Well, I said comment below if it's not listed. So which one are you thinking of? Okay, so I'm thinking of, uh, it is Vanity's Bonfire, which has mm. got Bacula, and the woman, the character is what I remember is Dia Nobile, and it's the one where um, Scott Bacula's wife, played by Jessica Hecht, um, is too weak to like hold the the pitcher, and, and then it seems that the crystal that killed Dianobile yeah. was actually by the daughter, and, and Olivia takes uh, the daughter, and like they let the mom go to jail, the mom who's dying go to jail to save the girl. That's right. Yes, yes, I remember that one too. That was like what season fourteen or something. Um, this episode is season fourteen, episode seven. Yeah, got those seasons right, right here. Yeah. Not much else, but I have that. <laughs> Um, I have episode storylines just See, that's good. We work as a pair. You got the storylines. You're like, I actually remember what happened in the show. And I'm like, I don't, but I know what season. (laughs) And you can tell me the episode title. Yeah, good. That's very true. I could do that. All right. We'll tell you where to find that poll in just a minute. Um, It is time for What Did We Learn? Here's the thing. I didn't learn anything this episode because I've seen it so many times. I didn't learn anything new. I'm trying to think of what I would have learned when I watched it the first time. This is one of my most rewatched episodes. Um, I learned uh, that it was ripped from a headline. I didn't know that. That's true. I didn't know that either. Um, I learned that there was not a sex crime. I guess like in the back of my head, I knew that. But then you pointed that out and I was like, you're absolutely right. There wasn't. (laughs) So that's what I learned. If you're watching us live, what did you learn? Please let me know. Um, and hopefully, I, I I, mean, although we say that we're not an educational podcast, we do learn shit every time. I learned what geocaching was the first time I watched it. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys sense. so much for letting me know. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Couple announcements before we wrap things up. For those who somehow have missed it, we're now selling ridiculous merch. Um, current products include... A slam and pair of jeans onesie, yes. a orgasms prescribed <laughs> T-shirt or pillow or whatever you want. Um, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You buy the pillow one first, and then you buy the onesie one. I see. I've never been so explicit on a podcast before today. What have you done to me? I'm so proud. What have you done to me? (laughs) Um, You could also get uh, our third one, which is the Justice for Snowball. Um, I don't know how that fits into everything, but you can get that one too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That one is available on t-shirts and stickers as well. Um, I will say this about the Justice for Snowball design. I think I'm subtle. Um, 
I don't know if you've looked at the design, but the dog is in standing in like a blue background that looks How like dare you. <laughs> How rude and uncalled for and sick and twisted that was of you. I was like, is this too subtle or is it not subtle? I don't know. It's now that you point it out, I can't unsee it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Unhinged. Anyway, uh, if you'd like to find that merch, there is a link below. Um, we're going to add more. And here is uh, what we're going to do. Because we love these ridiculous ideas. Um, and here's what we're doing. Uh, as you know, we are available on YouTube to watch live Sundays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. We are also on iTunes and any I believe any platform where you listen to podcasts, if we are not on a platform where you listen to podcasts, please let us know. And I will either figure out how to do that or go, this is impossible and not do it. One of those I'll two things. I'll keep you updated on what it is. <laughs> yeah, but it's one of those two options. Um, that said, yeah. we uh, are on iTunes and on iTunes, you can leave us a rating and a review. Um, what we've always said, even when we were on a previous network, is that if you like us, you can give us five stars. And if you don't like us, you can give us four stars. Um, but if you give us four stars, please tell us how we can improve. Um, and then we'll, one through three, I don't think they work. No, I don't think no. you can push one through three for some for some odd reason. Yeah, yeah. No, those are broken. Um, They're broken. <laughs> but I do have actually interestingly two comments on iTunes that I don't know if we've read them before, but I'm going to read them now. Um, from iTunes. These are from November of 2020, so almost a year ago. Um, I will say I did read them before. I just never read them on the show. But I think that's a thing we're going to start doing is we're going to keep an eye on iTunes and we'll read them on the show. And um, maybe even in an accent or something. Maybe you we'll, we'll do something fun with them. Um, but I'm going to say this. If you write us a comment or a review on iTunes, we used to do this cool thing where uh, Lauren used to try to do emojis live. She would try to be the emoji. Um, we might try something like that. But more importantly, if you have an idea for something that should be on merch, put that there. Please. Um, yeah, and we will we will share those and, and maybe even make some of them. Um, but I want to read these reviews. And I thought... Since last episode, everyone seemed to like what you all called my phone sex voice. <laughs> I thought I would read Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is this going? <laughs> I'm ready. I'd read, I'd read these reviews in that voice. Okay. I love that. Oh, oh, I'm ready. Yeah, you should prepare me. You put my that's, fan on. God. That's what those, where did you think this is from? I don't know. Okay. So this is a negative review that I'm going oh, to read. Oh, cool. Love it. Uh, So the topic is, great topic, gargles. (laughs) Great topic, gargled sound. I love SVU. I've been listening to you guys since you were on After Buzz. Been looking for you guys to get back at it, but the sound quality is rough. (laughs) It's worse when you guys all talk at once hard to enjoy next to to other podcasts that I consume that have great sound. Praying it gets better. (laughs) That's valid. I mean, we don't have a, we don't have a super fancy setup. Like I said, you know, like we discussed, we're not rich, fortunately. (laughs) 
If you'd like to change that, drop our Venmo. I'm just kidding. Buy um, merch. Buy merch. Yeah. If you want to change, if you want to change that, buy merch. That's valid though. But thank you for thank you for telling us that actually, because yeah. now we know that we can try to fix it. Yeah. All right. And we love constructive criticism. Yeah. We like I said, if you give us four stars, tell us why. Yeah. Um, and I do. I do hope that person came back because I do think we did get better. Yeah, definitely. All right. Okay. Here's a positive review from Carly. <clears throat> After watching the first episode of season 22, I was in search for, of a discussion and happened upon this podcast. What a pleasant surprise. <laughs> <laughs> the banter no. was refreshing. The insight was helpful in processing a difficult episode. Learning that Melody Cooper is now in the writer's room was everything and explained to me how our anger, honestly, it got cut off and I don't know what happens after that. You should... I don't think we should talk about that. You sex phone voice. Phone sex voice. <laughs> but it's okay. It was the bit and we had to stick with it. But thank you. Yeah, thank you for that review. Um, I will tell people the review only shows me about four lines. So if you write more than that, I can't see it. Make sure you say what you really want to get out in the first four lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want me to read things in, in phone sex voice, I'm happy to do so. Please, for me, for my sake, that's... Let her do it. <laughs> yeah. Happy to read her reviews in that. Um, if that is, in fact, what it was. You all liked it. It was. All right. Um, that's it. That's the show. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So please leave us ratings, reviews on iTunes. We'll read them on the air. Either I'll read them like that or we'll do something. We'll do something. We'll find a way to read them. Uh, we would love your merch ideas. Maybe we'll do a contest. I feel like we should do a contest that results in people getting merch. I like that. Yeah. We'll think of something. We'll figure it out. Um, but until then, suggest ideas, ratings, reviews on iTunes. Mm, Taylor, where are you? And where can everyone find you in the poll? Yeah, you guys can find me and the poll on Twitter at Elphaba underscore and You can also find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. I also host When in Forks, a Twilight podcast. We just recorded our movie commentary. <laughs> You're not ready. So uh, make sure to catch up on our, all of our book episodes so you can watch that movie with us live. Um, and I also write some articles for a site called Show Snob where I'm covering Nine Perfect Strangers right now, which is crazy and so fun. So you might like some stuff I write as well that I will always tweet the links to that. And you can also find the bloopers. I'll tweet those out too for you guys. Yes. Because they're really great. Yeah. Um, I am everywhere at Yell Teagle. That is Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. You can find Felicia on Instagram at It's Felicia Michelle. Both she and I on uh, Sundays. Well, this is the last one today. But you can check out On Demand on Electric Now, the official Leverage Redemption after show, a very distinctive podcast. Uh, if you have watched the first eight episodes of Leverage Redemption, go check out the after show. Uh, we will be back because new episodes drop on October 8th. Uh, so that show will be back and we will have more information about that on the internet. Uh, I also have a show on the Hollywood Critics Association YouTube channel called Hollywood Approved, where we ask talent to tell us what they're watching. That's basically it. And then we also fan cast things. And it's a little bit ridiculous. Not as ridiculous as this, but it's a little bit ridiculous. It's a hard uh, bar to, to, to meet. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it for this episode. Thank you uh, to everyone who joined us in the chat. Jasmine and Zach were here. Uh, I saw other people pop in and out. Thank you so much for being here. 
Next week, we are covering... Um, we are off next week. Correct. We are off next week. And then we are covering something. Taylor? Is it theater tricks? Theater tricks! <laughs> that is I think it's covering. theater tricks. Yeah. Okay. We're finally like, covering theater tricks. Um, oh and then we have one more week, and then we're back with the season premiere. So... Yay. Who knows what we'll be doing then? It's going to be fun regardless. Yeah, it'll be something. <laughs> it'll be a show that we host, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will laugh. Maybe Taylor will scissor someone. <laughs> That's it for the <laughs> show. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.